Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, as always, on a Friday, Mike Ward gave us his pick of the non-sporting telly. Martin Kellner was here in the flesh. Sure, a yeah. treat for good, us good after him, yeah. such a long time to bring us his week of sport on TV. We had a bit of a chat about various things. I took you back to my days working at Chelsea under Ken Bates. Um, we also uh, spoke to uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly, and uh, we found yeah. out something quite surprising about the former jump jockey. We did. Uh, plus, well, I think that's it, isn't it? That's I think it. That's, a, that's yeah. enough, oh, for goodness enough sake. It. Don't go mad. Um, so here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Not, I mean, Jim broke the news earlier on, and it's the big ticker here on Sky, but yeah. not a massive surprise. If you win the Champions League and get top four, I would imagine... You will get an extended yes. contract, won't you, really? Well, I think Mr. Bramvich was very uh, grateful. I don't know if you saw the clip. speak yeah. English, didn't we? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Lucker from Taxi. Dance has <laughs> already started writing it, by the way. <laughs> oh, good. Mr. Tuckle reached out a long arm and picked up a pen to sign his four-year contract. <laughs> you know what he did next? That's right, he got the sack. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he's the, the Chelsea is, manager. You know, he's not going to be there. The chances of him being there in June 2024 yeah. are virtually nil. But, but it works, Andy. The thing is, if you've got this chaos theory, scorched earth way of doing the job, people would say, oh, that's no way to run a football club. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, two Champions Leagues, of course, in uh, nine the years. The thing is, he backs the managers. And if you back whoever it is, if you back yeah. the manager, and he gets in good people, and that's why he's had good results. Well, we were just talking to Perry there before mm. he left about Antonio Conte. And on the face of it, Daniel mm. Levy um, and Antonio Conte do not look like a marriage made in heaven. But if Conte stays for two years and mm. delivers, um, I think that's all we're expecting to get from him. That's He'll the way deliver. He's the yeah. best league manager there is, I think. He knows how to win a league. He's not great in Europe, but yeah. that doesn't affect Spurs. Call for Dr. Season. Tottenham. Yeah. The man, the man <laughs> that knows it. I mean, I, they've been saying that they're going to try and keep Harry Kane and one of the conversations that Daniel well, Levy... might help. Well, you know, he's yeah, a very, very I good know, manager. I know, but you're going to sit him down and say, Harry, we're bringing a proven winner into the club. Will you stay? And he's saying... Hang on, didn't we have this conversation about 18 months I, ago? I find it amazing at Tottenham because if their ultimate thing is to sell the club, all they have to do is get in a manager 
like Conte, back him for two years with that crowd, yeah. with that stadium, with everything, and the nucleus of the team they've got. You know, they weren't that far off and they had a poor season. So, you know, it's a surprise from Joe Lewis and Daniel Levy. They don't think, all right, let's spend 200 million. What does it matter? I can afford it. Yeah. And then the thing will be worth selling. It'll well, be worth it's one left billion. funnel on his next yacht, isn't it? It's really? very, very odd. It's slightly it less sense. plush seating. But talking about Spurs, and I was thinking about you earlier in the week, actually, really? when I was watching Bake Off the Professionals. Oh, okay. Because because um, the behind-the-scenes team featured international pastry consultant Martin Chiffers. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Got oh, nice, Martin on the pitch. Nice, uh, chocolate eclair. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Chiffers. Yeah, Chiffers. C-H-I-F-F-E-R-S. Really? Don't know if he's got a long throat. <laughs> Was he just throwing things across the room? Yeah, probably, yeah. And were they singing Chiffers? Chiffers. That's Martin Chiffers. That is brilliant. Isn't it? it? I mean, is. if you've got um, odd spellings I of the those. same, yeah, odd spellings near. of the same. Well, I think yeah. it's odd spellings of the same name because that's that's basically the same name, isn't it? So, <laughs> well, sorry, yeah, nearly. Um, remember, we had um, what was it, Len Hoddle? Was it yeah, Len Hoddle Len on Hoddle, fantasy football? Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Len Hoddle. <laughs> Drove him and his mum from Milton Keynes. <laughs> no, didn't no, that's right. It was all. Oh, yeah, that was fun trying to find them for a month. Anyway. um, (laughs) He might be listening. Anyway, um, did you see that story in the sun this morning? A house for sale with artificial grass in every room. I did see that, I was thinking if it's a 4G pitch, and if the house goes into a higher price bracket, do they have to rip it out and replace it with natural grass? That's right, if the area goes up, that's true. At the moment, it's a four-bed semi-detached, 299,950 quid, and the whole house is... uh, It's in St Austell, lovely part of the world, of course, down in Cornwall. Lovely, and but they decided to do the whole house in mm. in astro. It takes a stud apparently. <laughs> yeah, go, but they've done it all in artificial grass. So it's got those grommets everywhere. Yeah. You go and you think it's mouse droppings, wouldn't you? But oh, um, it's quite it's quite an odd thing, Bizarre, isn't it? Do you did yeah. the whole? I mean, if you went into a house, yeah. have you ever done that before? When you go into a you go into a house, you're looking. I mean, you've not moved very often. But, <laughs> Once in yeah, 44 years. Well, exactly. So that, it might be a bit lost on you. But I remember going in with my missus to this place. Um, years ago and the, the couple said well this is this room this is this room and this is our pride and joy <laughs> oh, yeah. and then they opened it and they had built a Yorkstone bar in the corner <laughs> well, that's very nice quite yeah. garish Yorkstone yeah, bar like sort of with thing, optics all the optics nice. the Chinzano mirror <laughs> it was all there you know. and I've just I looked at my wife and they said this is that and then she she wanted us <laughs> to go oh that's magnificent but all I was thinking was I'll take a sledgehammer to that on day one <laughs> I read that out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's coming out day one that take a minute uh, to that it's National Fish and Chip Day today I don't yeah know I know well we, we know this because we spoke mm. with a bloke who ate 100 fish fingers yeah. in 15 minutes. Great news for Minette Batters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the birthday Annette spread. Annette Batters from the birthday spread. That's <laughs> right. Does she is the, uh, is the she question does. you'd ask. And yeah. talking of Max, Bradley Wiggins is uh, studying to be a doctor. I don't know if you read oh, no, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He can be the village GP in the Sturmy Arches. They'll bring it back. Yeah. I know a lot of people are <laughs> clamouring for it to come clamouring. back. Clamouring, yeah. Not a day goes by where Max doesn't get at least one email. (laughs) The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, an unexpected pleasure to have in the flesh, in the studio, not from the beautiful Garden City of Leeds. That's right. Martin Mm. Kellner, squad number nine. Martin, lovely to see you. It's been a while. 
Can you hear me, boys? We can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you just Good speak line. like Norman Collier so it just feels like a normal broadcast? <laughs> no, it's lovely to be here yeah, uh, and see is. you in situ. A lot's changed out there since I was 15 months I've been doing the show mm. from home, you know, yeah. my uh, award-winning overnight show. Yeah. Uh, for 15 months ever since it kicked off, so it's lovely to be here. So you're, you're, really? you'll be in the zoo format tonight with your with your team, will you? Or they, will More they be or less. Um, two out of three. Oh, OK, so all good. Yeah, it's a bit, it would be a bit much for Stuart Weir to come down, wouldn't it, really? That would be possible. Uh, and Mark Donaldson. Oh, OK, yes. Yeah, yeah. so it's difficult to come over from Connecticut. I mean, he's a he's fan of yours. got Scottish football covered. Yeah, yes. that's <laughs> certainly. Yeah. Yeah, so, Martin, um, what have you been watching on TV? This is the sport on TV section, in case you don't normally only tune in uh, and have to leave at three o'clock. This yeah. is when Martin's normally on. Well, um, <laughs> I've been, obviously, like everybody else, watching the England friendly. Mm. Uh, and my view on England friendlies before a major tournament is that the only reason to watch them is if you're going to have to pick the team. I mean, it's not <laughs> in itself, it is not entertaining. Do you think they should be no. behind closed doors? It wouldn't be a bad idea, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. And interestingly, Mark Pugach did call it the phony war, which mm. is sort of, it is that phony war period, yeah. really. Um, but it's it's useful. There's another friendly on Sunday, and it's useful having them so that everybody can warm up. You know, so the uh, the pundits are warming up. I yeah. was quite impressed at Enya Luca. She uh, interrupted Roy Keane. Wow. I thought, there's bravery that's for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I thought she was good, and uh, uh, Roy Keane was what you expect. Do you like, and, did you like Roy's salt and pepper beard? Is that working for you? That's working for me, yeah. yeah. yeah He's not good. a man who would... He doesn't strike me as a man who would dye his beard. You know, no. I can't see him turn up one day a full jet black beard. No. And, and unlike um, Keir Starmer, he's probably not a moisturiser man. <laughs> I don't see him moisturising. <laughs> Gravel. Yeah. He uses gravel. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a good warm up for them. Mm. And you also, you also feel, obviously, whenever there's a, a major tournament, you all see stories in the paper about how much it's worth to the economy. Yeah. Um, but this year, obviously, more than ever, you know, with the um, with the pandemic. Mm. So they're all cranking up for the uh, sort of economy coming back. So you see all your adverts, they're premiering, basically, the big ads that are going to run during the uh, Euro. So it's all yeah. cars and booze and things. And for somebody like me who's been locked up at home for like 15 months mm. watching adverts for, um, you know, patient claim line and... Uh, <laughs> things you, know, you get a free pen with. Yeah, yeah things yeah, you get a free right. pen with yeah. and funeral plans and, yeah. and all that stuff. Rather nice to see these uh, these ads. But the the uh, the language of the advertisements interests me because it's all... You know, I was talking about uh, Cantonese or Cantonesque. Yes. Um, so mm. when you have this very sort of gnomic, obscure language, I'm going to call it Cantonish. Right. Cantonish. And he was, in fact, in one of the ads, um, which I th- I'd never seen it before, uh, for Sports Direct. Did you see that? It was but the, Eric was Eric, in the ad. No, was, I missed that. No, 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 because he did enough for Sports Direct. He did a well-known, well-known beer yeah. ad. Yeah, but, well, uh, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. one of the best ads of all time. Mm. But the one he did for Sports Direct... The fact that Eric Cantona was in it was about the only, the only interesting thing, right. really. Mm. Um, but because I know a lot of people, these Warburton's bread gets Robert De Niro, you know, in doing George Clooney and George Clooney's George Clooney thing. So um, the ads, I presume, for a lot of uh, companies, it's the big opportunity, isn't it? And uh, yeah. he's doing Sports Direct. They've got um, a Galaxy book ad, which is it's not chocolate. It's the uh, it's this Quite new it's a book a book about a bar yeah. of chocolate. Anyway, thing. the thing is, this ad uh, it's uh, 
a reference to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a pastiche of the of that movie. Um, but the, the language they use in these things, like there's a car ad, and at the end of it it says, future is an attitude. What does that mean? doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> these people <laughs> sitting around in uh, Charlotte Street, they, anyway, they've come with future is an attitude. Yeah. We've never needed progress so much. Yeah. Um, then there's an advert for gin. The oh, gin okay. ad says... Uh, now me as a pricked up. Yes, yeah. the usual... The usual happens again, again, and again. Escape the convention and embrace the delectable. Does that yeah, mean anything? No, 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 me neither. No, uh, undeniably peculiar, okay. utterly delicious. Well, Jacobs, you've just described. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. It my my one takeaway from that game was I don't think anyone's told Steve Holland the barbers are now open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's still cutting it himself. <laughs> is he going yeah. for it? that weird, wasn't it? Yes, well, not noticed you know, it. Well, it's a sort of like, it's just a top bit, and then it's a bowl. It's it John Mills in Ryan's daughter. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> that what Steve's gone for. Could be holding up a lobster on the sideline, yeah. smiling. That'd be funny, very wouldn't odd, it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go and check it out. It's very old. Robert Mitchum. <laughs> yes, and uh, Sarah yes. Miles. Oh, it's a great film. It is a good film. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, a brilliant film. Very good um, film. Yeah. yeah. Probably too soon to be uh, talking about shell shock and things, but yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it probably yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We won't go down that particular route. <laughs> so, um, what else? What else you notice? What else I noticed? Yeah. Well, I watched the um, the Super League show, which is on BBC Two. Yeah. It comes on. Uh, I was sort of half. It's in the middle of the day. It comes on on BBC Two after. Um, the Daily Politics. Mm. Um, the, I love the way you're one of these people who's the whole day's geared around what's on telly. Are you a bit like my mum? Do you sit there with a paper and put like a, a highlighter through the things you want to watch? That, yeah, Christmas, I do that. But <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Christmas. Got the Christmas radio sign is brilliant. Get the, the old, get the old Stabilo boss out, and here it is. Oh, look, mm. yeah. Sometimes I never even get around to watching what I'm going to watch. I, I went on ITV4 oh, yeah, to blimey. watch the, the French... The hinterland. Yeah, to watch the French Open tennis. Mm. But I did notice they had um, uh, the big match revisited on oh, ITV4. That's always so, good. Oh, I watched a couple was of those. A West Ham game, was it? There was. There was a West Ham oh, game yeah. v Villa in the sixth round of the Cup, 1980. Wow. Um, and they were relying very much on the youngsters, young 21-year-old Alvin Martin. Oh, uh, whatever to him. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's great because Andy's got such a bad memory that they're like live games to yeah. him. They are. It's brilliant. It's well, I won't spoil it for you, but Ray Stewart scored a penalty <laughs> yeah, in the last minute. Well, that's it. He scored a lot of penalties. Yeah, they beat Villa one 0 And then I, wa- I also watched um, Leighton Orient versus uh, Villa. Oh yeah. Uh, Tony Grealish. Uh, do you remember Tony? Yeah, Grealish? yeah, yeah. No, because I assumed he would be some relation. He's no to relation Jack. to no Jack. Relation no, no, no. No relation to Jack, but he is the uncle of Example. Did you know that? Is that right? Yeah, right. Fulham fan and musician. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, uh, example. His real name's Elliot Gleave, oh, and okay. uh, but these, uh, I mean, the for a start, the mud is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. This was from twenty third of March, nineteen seventy five. So, like towards the end of the season, the or- second division match, Orient versus Villa. Um, Laurie Cunningham playing for uh, Orient mm. and it was just like an endless stream of Laurie Cunningham being chopped down and yeah. sliding in the well, mud. Jack Greenish should definitely watch that. Mm. I do wonder if players now, if players of this you know, current top players, yeah. watch those old big match revisitings and old match of the day. But no, they just, if they, if they happen, if they go out to ITV4 to watch, you know, 
the GC. Thiago yeah. Silva sitting yeah. home going, I used to love Brian Moore. He's great. No, but, <laughs> but the thing is, happen, if you're a football and that's your trade and you've got to, you see a game from 1970 on a, in a mud mm. bath yeah. and with some horrendous tackling, you, oh, must, you must be drawn to that, how different the game is. And also at times, yeah. to be drawn to a player like Laurie Cunningham just skating above these yeah. terrible services and all these tackles and just being yeah. brilliant. But you don't yeah. listen to 70s radio, do you? Well, I, I, I work with you, don't I? I, I effectively do every day. I've got the idea I was listening to it now. <laughs> the conversation we broadly had could have gone out about 1972. Of course it could, and that's the joy of it, I think. You know. um, somebody, somebody said to me, um, or they sent me an email when uh, oh, Boom, yeah. Boom Radio starts. You know, Boom Radio's got they've got all these people. They oh, yeah. like David Hamilton. They brought them back Did from David, yeah, yeah, from Matter Two Swords. Oh, what are you going to say? And they're, sure, they're putting them on Boom Radio. And somebody said to me, um, "That sounds interesting for you, Boom Radio. You know, might be able to yeah. extend your career a year or two. And I said, "Nah, it's for old people." <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, am, I, am I getting the hook now? No, you've got, no, we've got, we've got, a couple, we've got a couple of minutes. Oh, oh, good. Well, that's what two I or three thought was interesting from a coaching yeah. point of view. Even mm. if you're not um, a rugby league fan, yeah. there was a cracking game, Catalans versus Wigan, and Wigan mm. had been... 48 uh, nil. Been, it was 48 nil. Yeah. Well, I thought to myself... What happened there? You know, I was watching yeah. this thing. And they had Brian Noble. Yeah. Um, such a good coach, Brian Noble, in rugby league. But, you know, they were saying, obviously, there's a time to press the panic button. What's going on wrong at Wigan? And, you know, are Catalan the real deal? Which, obviously, they are. Mm. Catalan looked good this season. But his rep- he sort of... Um, sort of poo-pooed all this uh, panic talk. And he says, ah, it's never nice when you get nilled. It's never nice when you get thumped. But it happens from time to time. And I thought that is so wise. You know, just to say it happens from time to time. Because you look at Chelsea getting beat 5-2 by West Brom. And yeah. you look at City, there's yeah. a couple of matches earlier in the season. Uh, you get sort of an outlier result and everybody's... It's, it's you know, it's yeah, carnage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sam was telling us, we deserve to win. We were the best team. He was getting... Well, they, they still were. went down. I mean, they were on the yeah, game. But, they yeah. deserve it. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was that, that was good. The other, uh, you know, from a sort of management coaching point of view, it's a sort of different style of coaching. A thing called the gaffer, which I don't know whether either of you have seen. It was on BT no. Sport, but I take it, you know, sort of hidden away. It was after midnight, but I, I t- it looked like an old program. And basically, mm. it was sort of end of season matches in the National League. You know, it was uh, Maidstone, Harrogate, Eastleigh, and Hartlepool, right. and they had access all areas. I've never heard so much swearing in my life. It was really, unbelievable. Was it uh, a, was a recent... producer when talking yeah. lost? <laughs> was it a recent documentary of the current sides? Or no, you think it was I, th- I think it was uh, probably about two years old. I okay. was trying to work out the exact. <clears throat> I think it would be the ninety. Certainly pre-pandemic, it'd be the right. nineteen twenty season. So some, thing. some a lot of swearing. Oh, fantastic! I and mean, if you are one of those people that thinks that swearing, swearing is big and it is clever, yeah, lots of it in there. Right. Um, the um, my favourite quote was, um, "Don't I, bring it to us verbatim." Him, you, I won't bring him verbatim, <laughs> but the uh, the guy was shout, a lot of shouting going on. You don't get second chances, boys. You don't get second chances at this sh. Um, so a couple of those, um, and I'm already ask, asking you to do the basics. Bit more belief. Bit more devil. Be horrible. Be horrible. Let's be horrible. See, these Spoil should be the, the slogans game. they're using in the car adverts. Yeah. These are all better, aren't they? they? Absolutely, and they. You, you don't know, get second choices. You know. 
No, you're getting a second chance, yeah. you've got to go there. Yeah, good. Um, so I enjoyed that. John Sill, um, veteran mm. um, manager at that level. Good performer. So um, we'll look out for that. The, ga- the gaffer, if you see it, it's BT and Sport. Um, and like I say, I think it's a fairly old show. People who support teams at that level will probably have seen it. Oh, excellent. I saw it for the first time. Enjoyed Martin, it. Um, you're back, are you back overnight here in the studio? I'm back overnight here in the studio, which yeah. is, I'm having to change all the, you know, we usually have arrangements whereby people dial into. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't got to worry about that. Uh, well, I haven't got to worry about that. So we're going to give people different... Uh, oh, we'll manage it. We'll You'll manage. be fine. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a Martin Kellner uh, live and unleashed uh, live from 1am. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah. Overnight tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, you'll be back in your nerve centre next week. Yeah, you <laughs> Is won't it be... called live and unleashed? No, I'm just... I'm no, sorry. Sorry. That's it's good that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Martin Kellner yeah. live and unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> so, good. Um, um, so we won't, that's it. We won't see you for a while now, will we? I don't think so. I'm, um, I'm here this weekend helping her daughter move out to... Um, Washington. To Washington. Yeah, become so Sky's Washington yeah. correspondent. Martin. She will, and hopefully she'll Congratulations do... I'm trying to persuade her to do a little bit on, uh, oh, on yeah, the overnight right, show as yeah. well. Yeah. Reasonable rates. Yeah. Very reasonable <laughs> rates. <laughs> reasonable. Cheers, Martin. Thank Thanks, you. Martin, no Martin Kellner there with a week of sport on TV. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, uh, we're told by Charlie White in the Sun today that uh, the haircut that will be sweeping the nation if oh, yeah. uh, England's number seven has a good tournament is the short jack and sides. Very good. They'll all be going into your mm. barbers like uh, turnstiles in, in Surrey yeah. asking for the Jack uh, well, Grealish might, yeah. haircut. Yeah, Sounds so good, do yeah. look out for that. And you'll, you'll be having one as well. <laughs> I won't be. It was very interesting the other night that in that game that uh, we had Grealish and they had Grillich. Yeah, I don't know if he was Jack Jack Grillich. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. That was one you gave us earlier yeah. on. Martin Chiffers. Yeah, who very was in similar. The, Martin who was in the, what was he in? Tom? He was in Bake Off. Oh, a celebrity. Okay, right, fair enough. Yeah, Gemma Collins wants to now. represent uh, 
Great Britain at Eurovision, apparently. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. so we're trying to get minus Neil Poirier <laughs> now, are we? It'll be a new record. Fantastic. She's such a Lennox Lewis. She talks about herself <coughs> in the third party yeah. all the time. The GC, she said twice in that thing. Well, there we are. Oh, big fan. This thing popped up on my phone this week. Oh, uh, yeah. It's from... Uh, I'm, I'm not on Facebook. It came up on Instagram and it said uh, it was various facts about COVID-19 and one of them was... That would cheer you up, wouldn't it? It would. It would. One of them was... <laughs> what it did make me laugh is when it said, you won't be able to make a COVID-19 vaccine at home. No, no kidding, <laughs> really? Is that right? <laughs> Who really? thought they could? Well, if you, if you send that to a scientist, that wouldn't necessarily be true, would it? It's ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. And uh, I was watching this in my life's become now. I was watching this thing on uh, morning TV, and it was a whole thing about uh, Princess Diana's wedding dress. Oh, it's yeah. going on exhibition at uh, Kensington yeah, Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I booked tickets. I'm going with Have them. You, really? yeah. you booked tickets to go. <laughs> I know. Why, why is that? Well, I thought Sue would like it, and, I, you know, it's not really my thing, but, you know, why not? Yeah. What else is in it, apart from the dress? What are the other? Uh, I think a honeymoon outfit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You get your money's worth, then. Well, I think you get a tour of yeah. Kensington Palace as well. Oh, that'd be nice. You know, yeah, it could be good. Well, well enjoy, Andy. Well, thanks for the culture yeah. for you. <laughs> and uh, do you see Fred Syriax's daughter has been selected for... Syriax. Fred Syriax. <laughs> Joe Gladwin. That's one for the teenagers. <laughs> you cannot be Syriax. Yeah. Uh, has been selected... Oh, dad. Yeah. <laughs> the Olympics are great news uh, for, uh, for... Not Japan, uh, not... Well, not no. well. Hopefully, she mm. she'll be uh, able to complete her dream. She's only sixteen, so even if she does miss this Olympics, hopefully she'll be still around for the next one. Yeah. And uh, but it says here uh, she doesn't think of the. She's talking about her father. She doesn't think of the popular head waiter as a celebrity. Or describe him as a head waiter. Well, it's effectively was he? Yeah, he's front of house. He's, a, he? he's a maître d. He's a TV <laughs> presenter. I'm not describing him as a head the waiter. The popular head waiter. He's making good money for a head waiter. <laughs> he's doing very he? well. Yeah. I told you years ago when I worked at Chelsea, uh, mm. the, uh, the chairman, I, he, he said he came in one day, Mr. Bates, and he said, "Hey, get your jacket on. We're going to lunch." <laughs> yeah. oh, he didn't sound like that, like a thousand-year-old oh, man. Off, go on, go on, yeah. get yeah. your jacket. Oh. Hey, oh, yeah. get your jacket. Yeah. On. We're going to lunch. I yeah. thought, okay. Yeah. He, meeting some guy from the world of publishing, he normally thought that was something mm. I knew something about. Yeah, so he took yeah. me at lunch, and we went to a place just off the uh, King's Road, I think, called Aubergine. And in those days, oh, yeah, the chef. The, the chef was Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. That mm. was so. What about that? I was yeah. about I was about to go down the road and buy a sandwich, <laughs> and then <laughs> ten minutes later, I'm sitting there eating sort of quails eggs and stuff like. It was nice. quite a treat, and it was great because the old man on form was yeah. spectacular, and he just took a dislike to this bloke. Oh really? And he just it just took him apart. <laughs> the bloke was a bit of a big. Not Gordon Ramsay. No, 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 no. No, the guy that we was meeting, and it was it was always great to watch him take people up because he just took a dislike to this guy he was having lunch with it was a bit of a big head yeah. and that it didn't go down well so the old man was oh it was so it was very entertaining <laughs> lunch and the food was good so it was much better than the sandwich yeah. but the reason i bring this up is yeah. the waiter was the frenchest man i've i mean it was so it was like i was going you thought he was going to sing be our guest you know really it was that he was he was so, he was over frenching the pudding and but it was so french yeah. i was um so sure he was going to go out, out back afterwards say two steaks <laughs> You know, he was definitely... They're buying this, they're buying a French accent. You can, he, 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 no one's that French. He made French. He made Fred 
sound like Ray Winstone. <laughs> really? that, that's how French he was. <laughs> he wasn't very French. Anyway, there we are. Did you get the planning Tells news? from the Chelsea boardroom um, there in the, the old The Beckham's day. planning news. Oh, yeah, what's that? Well, they've, they've got a few problems now. It's uh, <clears throat> They've come up against repeated obstacles at their luxurious Cotswold home, and now they're facing yet oh. another headache. Plans for a super barn yeah. would house their fleet of farm vehicles. Super barn. Ride on lawnmowers and tennis equipment. I don't know how many ride on lawnmowers they've got. How many do you need, really? Sorry. Four. <laughs> Just the two would have hit a snag with West Oxfordshire District Council's biodiversity team. Oh, oh. mind, but this was in the bizarre column, you know, the, the pop news oh, column. Yeah. In the sun. And at the end of it, he says, um, You can say what you like about their plans, but their country pile sounds very plush indeed. I, for one, would not turn down an invite for a night. Shay Beckham. Oh. No chance. Wouldn't hold your breath. Hold your breath. I've had a bit of stick from the tabloids over the years. I don't think you'll be it's Simon, is it? I don't think you'll be the first name on the list. He might get in there at some it's point. Likely to yeah. me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We will be bringing you uh, the Oaks uh, in uh, drive this afternoon yeah. at four thirty. We've got a live race for you as well from Epsom this afternoon. It's the Coronation Cup. It's coming up in just over five minutes' time, and uh, our commentary team back together again are uh, Rupert Bell and uh, former jockey Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. Hello. Yes, we've been flung back together yeah. again. The well, dream team. What a team. <laughs> now, before we get talk racing, Lizzie, you since we last spoke, I think you've been uh, honing your skills as an opera singer, we understand. Oh, Is this no. right? Is this right? Oh. Who told them? This? Just I, I, I don't know. We just heard a whisper. Is, I, I mean, we're not going to ask you to sing. If, if looks could kill, <laughs> <laughs> have you got aspirations? I, uh, um, no, I, I, I um, threw that dream away at 18 years of age. Did you? So, yes, I'm afraid I. Uh, You've not come back to it. No, no. Yeah, please d- don't undersell yourself. Ooh. I was could a trained you... opera singer, and I went up to grade eight, so I could teach singing if I could. Wow. But I, I, I can't play an instrument, so I don't... So she's a grade anything. eight singer and a grade one winning jockey. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Hey! You could, Back you, of the neck. Could you, could, can you sing, Rupert? Could you teach Rupert to sing, you think, or is that a lost cause, Lizzie? I don't know. I mean, you're quite a, I reckon you'd be a bit of a warbler. Uh, <laughs> a, cr- a crooner in a slightly yeah, would be nightclub, Robert. Oh, yeah. Right, very much so. Imagine, yeah, you imagine, yeah. What an image. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Walking, yeah, where are you from? If they were giving roses to the ladies, he'd be, he'd be some old, old 70s crooner with a sort of yeah. big rough shirt you and the bow tie. That, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, like, no, like, like old cabaret singing. The words wouldn't make yeah. any sense at all. I'm going, oh, uh, feelings. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's not, that doesn't bode well. He, was, he wasn't, he, that's going to be your, t- that, this could be a reality TV show, Lizzie teaching Rupert how to sing. It'd be well, amazing, um, wouldn't it? We yeah. are going out to dinner tonight at Bill's in Epsom tonight, oh, so uh, um, maybe it's a, it's a, a duet. Want... That'll be fantastic. <laughs> a pair of you. Well, I'm, I'm not sure Bills is ready for it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We end today, uh, well, the last couple of weeks, of course, we've not been able to do that because uh, Mike Ward, uh, the Star's uh, TV economist and Brighton and Hove Albion fan, has been away. But, uh, Mike, it's good to have you back. Been away contracting shingles on the first day on holiday. That was great. Oh, no. God, that's bad luck, isn't it? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Got uh, shingles on yeah. the first day on Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> that's brilliant. That's, not, that's, that's a bit nasty there. How are you now? I'm all right. It doesn't look good. I, don't, I won't show you any pictures, but, yeah. Okay. It's not a great look. Good job. It's not telly, isn't it, really? On the, <laughs> yes. Uh, as always with me, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you go anywhere name. nice? Uh, Cornwall. Okay. Oh, okay. With the rest of the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Touch busy down there. Yeah. Anyway, 
Now, for, as a Brighton fan, I'm quite yes. impressed that you kick off today with Where Eagles Dare, a documentary about Crystal Palace. A documentary about Crystal Palace that's, uh, yeah, arrived on Amazon Prime uh, today. It's quite strange that, yeah, I, I put it, and I've, I, you know, I've given it a review for the paper as well, I've given mm. it four stars. I'm just trying to look ridiculously, annoyingly magnanimous, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at me, aren't I great? Well, yeah, I should have given it one star and slagged it off, but actually it's really good. Um, it's, uh, it's about... Um, uh, palaces sort of, uh, you know, coming back from the brink when they were sort of in, on the brink of extinction in, in 2010. Um, but it's a funny thing because it's actually the, 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 most of the, the series, which, um, as I say, has, has just arrived on Amazon Prime, is um, was filmed in uh, the 2012-2013 season, which, of course, was the season um, that, that they got promoted mm. back to the uh, the Premier League at the expense of Brighton in the uh, in the semi-final. I don't know why I've covered this programme at all. <laughs> yeah, it's quite painful. Um, but the footage was never shown. This has been sitting around for years wow. it was never shown so what they've done is they've got it and then they've it, they've updated it with interviews contemporary interviews um you know of, of sort of all the relevant figures most notably obviously steve Parrish, the chairman and telling the story and it is it is a sort of a reminder you know of of you know the, the fact that some clubs re- rely on more than just you know big bucks to sort of uh, survive although that's obviously key to the game now and and how it's an extraordinary story of the passion of the people who got involved and threw themselves behind it uh, to save a club that was really looking in dire straits. So uh, it's good mm. stuff. Oh, OK. Yeah. So that's Amazon Prime from today. I'll, go, I'll definitely go and check that yeah. out. Uh, I'll see tonight at 10.45. Seems a bit buried away. Um, <laughs> Gary Barlow, I'm with the band, which yeah. is uh, Take That, Gary Barlow, and mm. a sort of bunch of musicians that he puts together and plays a few hits. He plays a few hits, and this is Gary Barlow. It's got a sort of slightly, almost like a Jules Hollandy feel to it. So mm. basically, Gary Barlow is sort of orchestrates the whole thing, and he's got he's got like a house band of various people that he's worked with or he knows you yeah, know, that they come from, from, from different backgrounds, etc., etc. So Jamie Cullum's there, and James May, Misha Paris, and Guy Chambers, who of course obviously wrote a lot of Robbie Williams's James hits. Bay, you mean, not James May. Did <laughs> I say James May? Yeah, James oh, May. Oh no, that's much better. <laughs> James May would be good. <laughs> Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. And then and, and Richard Hammond on tambourine. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. Tom Floyd. Yeah. And then they have very, so that's the house band. That's the core of it. And then they have various guest people coming in and do, doing doing stuff along the way. And it's just got quite a nice sort of laid back feel. It's, they all look like they're having a good time. And then mm. sometimes when you watch these things, they it, it can look a bit self indulgent. But, you know, Gary Barlow being Gary Barlow, he manages to keep it very accessible and, and good fun. So that's, uh, yeah, 10.45 tonight on BBC. Yeah. Mm. Um, Nicola Adams and Bear Grill. Together yeah. at last, together at their last. wild adventure. Yeah, she's going on to uh, uh, to Dartmoor with Bear, and you know the, the format by now. Yeah. He, each time he does it, he takes a different celebrity and mm. uh, uses the opportunity to sort of test their metal, and also to sort of uh, in the quieter moments to sort of have these sort of fairly intense conversations about their sort of their past and what motivates them, etc. So she's pretty, as you yeah. could expect, she doesn't flinch from the, from the challenges. But yeah. there's obviously quite a lot. That she, you know, from a personal. I don't think I've ever she... seen a program with him in it. Somewhere. I used to watch a fair bit for Burp back in yeah. the days. Mm. But uh, ITV nine thirty yep. tonight. Celebrity Gogglebox. We had a chat yep. with Martin Kemp yesterday. He said he was in this tonight. He is, yeah. Martin, Martin, and Roman Kemp. Mm. Uh, various others who popped up before, yes. Yeah, so Denise Van Outen's there, and Giles Brandreth, and, and and various other sorts. This week, apparently, uh, among the things they've been looking at are um, uh, Bake Off the Professionals, Friends the Reunion, uh, The Masked Dancer, which, of course, everybody's been, uh, you know, mm. watching 
Yeah. And have you watched any of it? Did you see? Right. You know, I haven't. I haven't seen any of it. You know, I, I, I'll just... be honest. I'm a bit late to the party because you know what with the what with yeah. the holiday and the shingles. I'm thinking I can't have hol- I can't have. Sh- it rained yeah. every day as well, by the way. Um, I, I <laughs> sounds like a great holiday. <laughs> yeah. I th- I'm, <laughs> I've had holiday and shingles. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I don't deserve is to throw myself straight into the masked dance at the moment yeah. as soon as I come yeah. back. But I have I have caught up with a bit. It doesn't. It's and the final of that is tomorrow night. And right. The thing I struggle with is that the Masked Singer, whatever you think of it, mm. it kind of you can use some sort of intuition because you hear the voice of the person singing. With the Masked Dancer, mm. the, it's just guessing from clues because yeah. you're not going to know how somebody you, you can you can recognize a voice. You know, like you, you do. The you can't tell voice. somebody's dance. You can't tell Eddie the Eagle's oh, dance. I recognize style. that you dance. Know, would you? Yeah. If you're doing, it's like doing a mystery voice mm. competition. You think, yeah. oh yes, I recognize that voice. Yeah. yeah. So you can sort of you've got guess. a fighting chance. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you. this is more yeah. sort of cryptic, so it doesn't doesn't quite work as well for me. No. But there you go. They don't care what I think. Three days that shook football. Is it too early for a documentary about the European Super League? Apparently not. BBC Apparently. One, eleven twenty on Saturday. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen any of this. I'll be honest, and it seems quite short. I think it's only about twenty-five minutes long, so maybe oh, there's a bit more to say. That's, short, how, that's how long the Super League was. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's like in real time. <laughs> yeah, probably just, just yeah, yeah. That was yeah. it, guys. You know, yeah. blink and you missed it. Mm. Um, British Academy Television Awards. Uh, Richard Iwadis. I always find a funny man. He's yeah. doing. Uh, he's a compare for this one and uh, hanging out, handing out the gongs. As yeah, absolutely. This is on uh, Sunday night on, uh, on 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 BBC One. So obviously, uh, you know, big dramas like Gangs of London and uh, The Crown uh, are, are up for it. Um, you know, small acts, normal people from the miniseries. Uh, soaps and continuing drama casualties in there. No Holby, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, it's not yeah. been a good week for Holby, has it's it? It's not been a good week for, oh, no. for Holby. You thought well, you had a bad week. gutted about Holby. Yeah. I mean, that's, they're all the fans are. And we got, simply... I think we're going to save it. Are we going to save it? I think. Well, sure. oh, you think we, you think we'll be like Marmite? They'll say, remember they had that big thing, didn't they, a little while ago? You know, they said yeah. they were going to stop making it. Anyway, just and very Subuto, quickly. didn't they do it? Subuto, yeah. It, that's often the way to save something by yeah. uh, saying it's by, going. By getting rid of it. Time. Uh, Jimmy McGovern. It's a great pedigree. Sean Bean, Stephen Graham, BBC One. Nine o'clock this on Sunday. This is Sunday night, nine o'clock, BBC One. Sean, uh, Sean Bean, Stephen Graham, uh, Jimmy McGovern's dramas are always great. And it's a, it's a prison drama, um, and uh, basically, uh, Sean Bean plays a prisoner who's just who's just come to prison and, and has, has to adapt very quickly to his new surroundings. Uh, but what's interesting is that he, uh, <laughs> Jimmy McGovern's dramas are always incredibly sort of. Uh, character driven mm. so well, a, a lot of these things you know like watching something I don't know Line of Duty at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night you, you really have to concentrate to keep up and obviously you have to concentrate anyway. but with these the, the story just unfolds at a very accessible pace okay um it is quite shouty at the start. Mrs. Mrs. Board is not going to like it if we sit down and watch it at nine o'clock. I don't know, you know, watch it because it's just that. Oh, just, stop it's, shouting! It's jarring after Call the Midwife, is it? It is really? a bit jarring. Just okay. calm down. You know, for about the first five minutes, it's just a lot yeah. of people shouting and attacking each other. So I think you need to brace yourself for that. We um, will do, Mike. Brilliant. Well, take care. I hope you feel a bit better. We'll catch up with you next week. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, we're back on Monday, aren't we? Yes. I'm looking back to. on England Beautiful. and indeed uh, the other friendlies. Building up to the Euros. So uh, until then, have a great weekend and we'll catch you up with you on Monday at one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.